The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian, and if you dishonor myself or my friends, my hammer will yearn for your face. This is Furitan Furcantries. I am a Dwarven Druid, and I like to find myself some nice leaves to sleep on. This is Peter McMoist. I'm a dark elf bard, and I'm the best fucking town crier in Terror Guard. Like, whoa, guys, previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. Our heroes learned more about why they should clear out the apes for Aja's circle to set up a nice home in a cave for an ancient spirit. They concocted an elaborate plan to put potions into the drinking water of the apes, then ambush them. The plan was a success and created some status effects for the apes. Combat began in earnest. We join them now as they fight for their lives and for a cave. All right, Tony's turn is a null turn. Peter, we are over to you. You have three hypnotically patterned apes. They will be hypnotically patterned because you can hold this for, what, one minute? Yeah. You have six rounds of hypnotic pattern remaining. I'm going to shimmy to the left a bit, and I'm going to shoot miles with Mondays. Shooting miles. Mondays. Take that piece of shit that's 15 a 15 is enough to hit that's a four four damage is done to miles miles is shaken awake by taking damage from their hypnotic pattern and rejoins the fray anything else on your turn yeah i'm gonna yell kill miles cool round four of combat begins miles wakes up and is like kill me no uh <laughs> he understood us <laughs> uh oh miles miles in his tuxedo and monocle is like indubitably <laughs> oh yeah they're yeah. stupid apes so they don't know what the words mean no they're just they're just aping the words oh bad real bad uh they don't know where that crossbow bolt came from but they do know that uh the two of you are nearby they're gonna attack fjorton <gasps> Miles runs over and tells you to get ready for a double fisting. Uh, ba, ba, ba. That's gonna be that's gonna be a twenty-four. That'll be a hit, and that'll be seven damage. The second fist, 
Ah, the second fist is only a seven. That must be a miss. That'll be a miss. You only get a single fisting. Jeff, it's over to you. Move over here and flank this asshole. Flanking is good. And hit him with my hammer. Ooh, that's a 28. That's a critical hit. That is most certainly a critical hit. Tell me about the amount of damage. You may obliterate them in one fucking... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> um, what is that? 24? 26. 26 damage. That's more hit points than Miles started the day with. You... <laughs> you bring down your hammer and brain another ape. It just explodes into little gobbets of ape. Mm-hmm. Fjortin the ape has now other ape all over them ape selves. Ew, ape. Like it got all the way out to Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Little flex of ape. It's a fucking Gallagher show. <laughs> I need to make a special magical weapon called Sledgeomatic. Uh, so I spin around and give Tony the business. Give Tony that business. 16. A 16 will hit. For 16. Damn. That is a damn nice, damn nice amount of damage. Not enough to kill. But you so close. Anything else on your turn? I will sit tight. Very good. We move down to Wanda, who, despite getting a smattering of brains splattered over them, is unable to break this hypnotic pattern because, Jesus, there's just no saving throw for that or anything. You just get it forever. Fjordan, it's over to you. Well, I see we are on round five. Currently on round four. Okay. About to be five. Yep, but we get six. All right, so I will go up to Tony, and we're gonna we're gonna do our same attack there, the multi attack. Fist, fist, getting that fist. First one will be ooh, only an eight. Only an eight. You've been mm-hmm. anally deflected. Bump. Got a tighter butthole. Here we, here we a have a deflection. Mm-hmm. We have a twenty-four. Twenty-four will hit. All right. For a seven. A seven damage is enough to kill Tony. One combatant remains, and it is Wanda. It was only a half card that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only got the. The only I only got the key. Puritan, anything else on your turn? Wiping the hand off, and probably the rest of the last tape that got on me too. Thanks yeah. for that. For that Gallagher and. I was yeah, there. you're covered in ape bits all over the place. Mm-hmm. Did you ever take that perk in, uh, which one was it? Did both of the last Fallout games have, uh, or last three? Will the enemies explode? The one where they just, it's like the super yeah. gore mode. I use uh, that every yeah. time. Uh-huh. Bloody mess. <laughs> Bloody mess, that's what it is. I love it. It has zero use, but so much just good effects. Uh-huh. I, you know, and it's... Like, it's one of those things where it's like, that's basically the psychopath test. Like, do you take that perk mm-hmm. every time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you're probably fucking crazy. And I don't mind. Just watching brains explode. I'm into it. Fallout 4 has the one eyeball. That... There's always one eyeball. Headshots. Peter, you are the tail end here of round four. What would you like to do with only Wanda remaining? Um... I think there's only one thing left to do. <laughs> I agree. Yep, that was it. I'm gonna back up, get as far as away as I can, and then I'm gonna shoot Wanda with, I don't know if you guys know this, the money. Yeah! And that's a 25. 
25 will hit Wanda for damage. I've been thinking lately that I should have a soundboard available so that I could just get it right in the recordings as we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would need like an array because what can your crossbow? What what uh, what's Chris the dice? Your crossbow. It's just from New Zealand for a second there. Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> It's my friend Peter. It's got a crispy. It's a 1d8 plus 3. <laughs> it caught me by surprise. <laughs> oh, shit. That was great. <laughs> Shoots a crispy. Get his crispy. <laughs> Let's go crispies for hens. Hmm? Piss off, ghost. Piss off, ghost. Thank you, Taika Watiti, for everything you've brought to this world. Just a delight. Mm hmm. Have you ever seen interviews with that guy? Mm -hmm. Like, it's he's just priceless. Every moment, he's just living a priceless mm -hmm. life. Even at, like, yeah, when he's, like, nominated at the Oscars and such like that, just total, total act. It's great. Yep. Shooting crispies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, when it, all right, so I got a tangent for a second. So, shit like that in my family is, is shit that stays. Like, when you fuck up a word, it's, like, the rest of your life. Like, so we used to have this cat named Buster and one day Buster, uh, was trying to go for a bird that was outside of the window. We had those like horizontal sliding windows he dove for the bird and got wedged in between the screen and the window and was just there for like probably 40 minutes, <laughs> just stuck in the window. And so my, my mom went for work, you know, left for work early in the morning. My stepdad came down like probably an hour later Poor fucking cat. Like, yeah. oh, I guess this is my life. <laughs> just fucking stuck up. You know. So my stepdad comes down the stairs and sees Buster stuck in the window and starts laughing his ass off. But everybody's, you know, I'm asleep and my mom's already gone. So later that night, he finally gets home from work. I'm home from school. Mom's home from work. And he sees the cat walk through the room and it reminds him of the story. And he's, you know, it's like, you know, somebody's just cracking up trying to tell a story and he can't fucking keep his shit straight. Well, he called the cat Bunder. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, I mean, that literally, yes. that, that cat has been dead for like 22 years or something like that. And every time I think about that cat, I'm like, Bunder. No, his name was Buster. The cat was Buster. <laughs> oh, you mean Bunder? <laughs> it's like, I have a hard time remembering because that's how much shit we gave him. Like, because the story in and of itself is funny. The cat getting stuck in the screen, but just Bunder. Just Bunder. <laughs> so yeah i'm perfectly aware of crispy might last for a little bit longer crispy. secretly new zealander all right crispy attack is done four damage has been taken and uh wanda is no longer hypnotically patterned uh-oh we begin round five with a giant ape. All other apes have been cleared from the field except for one pretend ape. Jeff, you are the only one that gets to act before Wanda. What are you going to do? I'm gonna go out front of Wanda and I'm gonna hit them with my hammer. All right. Or a 13. A 13 is a hit. Oh really? I wasn't expecting that to hit. 11. They're more of a just stand there and take it kind of enemy. And I'll hit them again. Okay. 16. 16 oh, is it? 11 again. Very good. 
22 damage dealt to Wanda the giant ape on your turn. Anything else you would like to do? I'll stand right here. Standing pat, Wanda wakes up from their stupor, looks around and sees the person that just did them damage and they, they are gonna start fisting. And I'd like to remind you that this is a huge beast unaligned. They are going to start attacking. First fist. First, Jesus Christ. Uh, Oh, that's a 16 though. I think that hits you. That does. Uh, Do do, do. Do I have enough dice? That's a scary statement. (laughs) The best statement a DM can make. Uh, That is going to be 20... I'm sorry, 32 cut in half to 16. If I'm doing my math right. God damn. And then we'll fist again. And that's a critical miss. So just the 16 for this round. And that is the end of Wanda's turn. Wanda, who is raging and screaming and attempting to fist you with fists the size of you. Fjorten, you see this giant ape rare up. What are you going to do? Um, I'm unaware that the damage he actually gave to him, so I am unafraid as Fjorten Ape. And I'm just going to go up and do the advantage, since he is on the other side of this creature. Cool, cool. Get a little flanking. A little flanking action, and do that multi-attack. Get a little flanking to crank up your ranking. Here we go, with the Kirk. Attempting an, an inside Kirk. Okay, first one was a five on the first attack. With the advantage, it would be a natural 20. Excellent. Heck yeah. First one is a five. Eight plus three, ten. Eleven. Five and eight is thirteen plus three, no, no, sixteen. No. Uh, five plus three plus three, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you rolled an eight. Never no, mind. No, no, no. And I, I can't on a one d six. That is, uh, yeah, I, I would have. <laughs> would have been really amazing if you'd have rolled an eight on yeah, a d six. Yeah, impressive. Uh, so you said a total of ten. The eleven. Eleven. Excellent. On that first attack, and the Very second good. one, with the dragon advantage on both being flanked. Oh, yeah. All of your kirking attempts. Oh, that would just been a 19 and a... I'll take that 19. Very good. 1d6 would be a 5. 5 damage. So 16 total. Oops, almost took it out of your hit points. That's not right. Peter. <laughs> so I'm like going up, I'm doing the kirk and the twist, and... Nothing's really, I mean, uh-uh. you're surviving. I'm worried about this now. Almost thriving. Yeah. <laughs> almost didn't. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. I'm going to cast Hold Person on Wanda. Okay. Uh, Wanda is a humanoid. Go ahead and tell me what I got to do here. What, that's a wisdom saving throw? Yes. Must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. And they get to make it again at the end of each of their turns. Uh, that is a 17. <sighs> Passes your spell save DC of 14. Bummer. Um, with my bonus action, I will give Jeff Bardic Inspiration. Cool. Consider yourself Bardically Inspired, Jeff, as I add this. I don't know why I decided to take a liking to the Heart and Chains icon, but it just really feels like inspiration to me. Anything else on your turn, Peter? That'll do. All right. Round six of combat begins. Jeff, Wanda's in front of you. You've got some bardic inspiration. This giant screaming ape with a receiving an inside Kirk, unfazed. 
What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to hit them with my hammer for 20, 28 because we have advantage. Yeah, take that critical with the advantage. You've had a lot of critical rolls tonight. Uh, 24, 26. 26 damage. We've is... had three critical rolls tonight. That's yeah, good. sounds about right. And I'll hit them again. Another critical. Dang! Fucking ask yeah. and you shall receive. Oh, shit. Uh, 22. Fuck. That's another goodly amount of damage. You finally have Wanda down to bloodied. So it's 10 plus 10, 2 plus 2 for rage. Would that be 24? No, the 2 plus 2 doesn't apply. It does not apply. You still get the 2, but not the plus 2. Okay. I don't know why it does that. Okay. Thank you. Uh, when, you get, when you successfully score a critical hit, both for us and for the listener at home, you get to uh, double the dice used, mm-hmm. but never the modifier. Okay. And I don't remember if the rule book is clear about this. I personally like to um, have each roll be individual mm-hmm. uh, rather than just doubling the number. Because some people, you know, if it's like a 1d10 roll and you roll a 1 and that gets doubled to 2. Yeah, I like doing the other way. So if you roll two dice, you could get a 1 and a 9 and then you get to double that or get to take that extra damage. So gotcha. personal DM preference. All right, those were your two critical fucking hits. Well done on that round. Wanda. Wanda is not happy with all of this critical hit damage. Wanda is going to try and double fist you again, Mr. Goliath. That's a fucking miss. And that's going to be a hit with a, what is that, 25? Let me scoop all these dice back up again. That is a 19 plus 6, 25 damage, rounded down to 12 for you. <laughs> that sounded like Space Invaders. Dead. The little marching noises they make. That's going to be all for Fjorton's turn. Uh, sorry, for Wanda's turn. Fjorton, you're up next. Going. It's gonna keep on multi monkey uh, ape attacking. <laughs> kind of stinks too. Very smart. <laughs> we'll be at twenty two. Okay. Are you rolling with advantage? By the way, you still have advantage. Thank you. Twenty two is the high. Very good. And the second one will be um twenty. Okay. And then uh, twenty four. So we'll do the first attack. For a six, and the second for three for nine total. Grand total of nine. Very good. Just down to that slugfest. Anything else on your turn? Stan. Stan where we're at. Peter. What's up, Peter? I'm going to cast Victor's Attractive Laughter on Wanda. Oh, Victor's Attractive Laughter. Victor's Attractive Laughter. Victor's Attractive Laughter. Creature of your choice, within range, perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone. Q. Spell save DC 14. <laughs> nice disclaimer text at the end there. <laughs> cool. uh, that is a 15. <laughs> Can't catch a break tonight. Play harder, Bard. You guys are like dropping criticals over there. Play harder. I'm dropping my pants. <laughs> oh man it's a shame you didn't succeed because then you could have said dropping crits and laughing fits 
<laughs> I will, for my bonus action, give inspiration to Fjorten. Bloop and bloop. Heart and Chains icon applied. Inspiration is now received by both Jeff and Fjorten. Anything else on uh, your turn? Nope. Round seven begins. This is it. Jeff, tell me about your turn. What do you, I, I, Can I take a guess at what you're going to do? It's hammer time. Play the flute? Oh, hammer. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, 28, critical. Oh, my God. <laughs> 14 damage only. 14 damage on that. Yet another crit. Let's do it again. Another critical. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is that four successful crits in a row? Yes. Uh, 14 damage. Nicely done. Regrettably, Wanda is still standing. They just took a huge beating on that last successive rounds here. Yeah, they did. Anything else on your turn? No, I'll set. What's Wanda looking like? Uh, Wanda's pretty beat up. Uh, Not quite down to... um, how did I just fucking forget my own term? Not bloodied, but wrecked. Um, she is bloodied. Is bloodied, is not wrecked. Gotcha. All right. Wanda is going to get a turn for it here. Wanda is going to strike out at the person who has hurt them so, so badly. Jesus Christ, that's a two. Well, it's an 11, but it's a two. Uh, and that one's a 23, so the 23 should hit. Die, Wanda. Uh, that is 26 damage cut down to 13 for you how you doing over there Martin oh, 11 uh, HP man if they'd have hit twice they might have actually taken you down mm-hmm. I feel like there was no suspense built up there cause like Wanda would have devastated Fjorten or Peter in two hits tops mm-hmm. but there's your Goliath just going toe to toe with a giant ape I mean that's that's what we got. We got tanks for. It's great. That's why I make the big bucks. Mm-hmm. Seventy gold. <laughs> <laughs> Walking around with a kangaroo's nutsack full of gold. Fjorten, you get to decide what to do next. AP gonna be APN. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know better. Have you just been like inner kirking this entire time, and you're just like jiggling back and forth yeah, as hard as you can? Yeah, just a little bit up more, then a little more twister action, and then. Going for definitely going for the dildozer. The dildozer, if you get that reference. Uh, first dildozer. one will be a 19. Second one will be a um, nine. But the 19 will hit. Yep. For the first attack, second attack will be a 13, and then a 21. Excellent. That's two hits. Two hits. Two and a six for. Eight. Two and a six for eight. Uh, are you adding your plus three to that? Yeah, for both of those. Oh, no, no, I didn't. Uh, so eight, that'll be 14 damage. Oh, snap. You've got Wanda interrect. She's hanging on. They are hanging on by a thread. That'd be he gets that with a non-critical. Uh, yes. So he rolled two hits, uh, two six-sided die, and each of them gets a plus three. Oh, that's cool. It's 1d6 plus three twice. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny about that? Not really funny at all. I don't think I did it on the previous rolls. So I was going to ask at the time, was, but I was like, well, maybe that's a number you could have gotten. Seems no, like I, I only did the the plus three on the uh, the one. I didn't want to do it on both of them. So. That's cool. It wouldn't have made the actual difference here because Wanda's still got enough hit points. That wouldn't have ticked it over. But 
McMoist. McMoist, what will you do on your turn? I'm going to shoot Wanda with the Mondays. Mondays, the light crossbow. And this time I'm going to remember that I actually get two attacks, so that'll be good. Hey. <laughs> look at us remembering things. Like uh, D&D, like yeah. professional D&D players. Uh, so first one's 17. That is a hit. Take this. Nine. Oh, it's a shame. Nine damage is one less than you needed to kill Wanda, but... I get another one. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. Uh, hold on. All right, that's a 23. A 23 will hit, and as long as you can do one damage with this attack... Seven. Yay! Yay. You are able to take down... Wanda is rearing <laughs> back to double axe handle down upon your woo, poor, woo. poor friend. Because one more strike probably would have taken out our our barbarian tank, Jeff. But you sneak a crossbow bolt right into the trachea. Yes. And gurgling, gurgling for life as it flows out of them. Wanda slumps first to their knees, then to their hands, then to the ground entirely. So the most important question is, is Wanda male or female? Why don't you roll me a d20? Seven. Seven. There is no wang for Wanda. It would have been a giant ape, Wanda. Yeah. Wangda. (laughs) Wangda. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm sorry. But uh, I'm going to say just from sheer odds, you get two regular ape wangs from... (laughs) from the other ones they look over and you're like you've got one in each hand you're like guys guys swinging them around the shop because they're not cured getting all oprah with it you get a wang you get a wang all right so you guys are able to six oh my god Keep it out there. You've got a steady leak there, friend. <laughs> I think we should go look in Wanda's cave. Ooh. What do you think you're going to find in Wanda's cave? I don't know. Lots of refined things, I'm sure. I don't know. Ape whiskey. said it was a nice cave. Mm-hmm. Ape whiskey? <laughs> yeah. These They're... are fancy apes. 100% that's what you find. <laughs> you go in and you start exploring the cave and you find a small... Uh, I think uh, Queen Anne style liquor cabinet with uh, with crystal glass or like crystals. Uh, what the fuck do you call those Decanters. things? Decanters. Decanters. Mm-hmm. And there's some ape whiskey in there. <laughs> they make it from poop mash. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's not a thing anybody wants to enjoy, but you find yourself some ape whiskey in a I mean, nice curio cabinet. Well, I mean, we don't know what it is, so we have to like try it first i suppose by all means friend <laughs> <laughs> all right well i find this decanter so i gotta like open it up and smell it mm, very peaty very peaty nutty <laughs> <laughs> i mean oh. and it's like probably a nice looking decanter yeah. oh yeah oh yeah it's so like a like like the fu- the thing you'd find in like you know a nice royal English home. Uh, all right, I'll take a swig. It's a nice dark brown. Take a swig of this ape whiskey. Uh, let's do this. Why don't I have you make a Constitution saving throw? 
<clears throat> What's it smell like? Uh, we don't know. He go. He tasted it. Smoky, peaty. That's the peaty things are like the worst. I don't understand people that like peaty whiskey. All right, Constitution. That's eleven. An eleven is. I think that's. It's like. It's right on the cusp. So like, I, I think you're doing what almost all people who think themselves to be fancy whiskey drinkers do. You take one sip and you go smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I pass it around. It's not Jeff. smooth. I'll pass it around to Jeff. See what he thinks. Do you, are you going to take a drink of it? I don't want this monkey whiskey. <laughs> you pass it along. Yep. I pass it to Peter or uh, Fjorten rather. Okay. Fjorten. Fjorten is uh no longer in ape form, walking in his cave. Uh, he takes a sip. Okay, give me a constitution save. Constitution is these you days. You drink that ape whiskey. <laughs> you drink that concentrated ape whiskey. Mm-hmm. And it's not a save, it's just straight up constitution. Oh, uh, it is a save. Oh, it is a save. Yeah. Thank you. Ten. Ten. All right, same thing. You're like, yeah, smooth. Yeah, that's smooth, man. That's good. Yeah. Ape whiskey. That's ape whiskey. It's good. Smooth. All right. Like as soon as uh, as soon as everybody turns their head the other way, looking around the cave, you like dump it out in the corner. Mm, oh yeah, that was good. Yep. Okay. So there's no treasures in this cave. Oh, there's ape whiskey. Oh. How much ape whiskey? Just one decanter. Uh, why don't you roll me a d6? Five. Oh snap! There is one decanter, mostly full, and there are four additional bottles of ape whiskey. All right. Mm-hmm. We're rich in ape whiskey, my friends. Yes. <laughs> rare, rare ape whiskey. It is. Do we see anything that makes this cavern special for a spirit? Um, It's just like a nice... Uh, just a good you know spooky what? place for them. I will say that this cavern, um, as you, you're kind of like looking in the forefront of the cave, and that's where you find like... You know, this nice Queen Anne-style furniture with the ape whiskey. There's there's uh, five, like, high-backed chairs and, you know, with the little little wings on them and everything. A nice uh, nice coffee table. Rack with a couple of smoking jackets hanging from it. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you move past that, you enter the, the back half of the cave and the walls are a shimmering, opalescent uh, material. It doesn't feel specifically magical necessarily but it is rather beautiful and perhaps that's why this seems like a nice cave hmm. okay that's pretty i say Ooh. and go on about my business uh-huh. right. those of you who've had a, a swig of ape whiskey are like wow this cave is i want to defend it i want to want to be here mm-hmm Someday I'm going to get myself a place like this. <laughs> so it's pretty nice, isn't it, guys? Put a place here. Um, I'm not saying I'm ready to settle down or anything. I mean, you know, I just, it's just a nice looking cave. fans how's things you know just things in general good i'd like to think hey friends did you check out my guest spot on the arnie's podcast yet it was a fun little adventure and i believe by the time this episode is released the epic conclusion should be released it's only two parts by the way it just sounds more epic to call it an epic conclusion 
Well, I'll be honest, friends, it's one of those weeks where I just don't have a lot to offer you. I'll say my usual thanks to all of you for listening and to our Patreon supporters for Patreon supporting. The website is thevgat.com, T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com, and you can find links to all the other stuff from there, too. I hope you're enjoying the show. We're so happy to have you. And with that, let's get back into the action. So um, we're looking out of the cave, and I just kind of cross my arms and I look, you guys. What are you guys going to do with the ape bodies out there? Well, we've already harvested their wieners, so it's really the best part of the ape body. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... The best part of slaying <laughs> apes is wieners in your <laughs> cup. You know, I'm a... Face. I'm a sucker for the world... <laughs> Go on. Oh, my goodness. Go on. I said, uh, you know, I'm a sucker for the wilder people, kind of bringing things there. So I would ask if they would help me young and I want to transform into a war horse, possibly bring this large, great ape back. Oh, yeah. That giant ape is going to make a, a massive, I, enormous trophy for the showroom. <laughs> They're going to be super oh. happy with that. I thought they were going to eat it or something, but... I thought so, too. Maybe. I thought we were going <laughs> Monkey bush steaks on for this. everyone. <laughs> I don't know what they do with the outs- uh, insides. The outside is what's important. Yeah, I mean, you got to hollow it out if somebody wants to wear that suit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my oh, my God. See Wait a second. my vest. See <laughs> my vest. <laughs> made of real Wanda chest. <laughs> Actually, how they think AIDS started. <laughs> yeah, probably. Butchering monkeys mm. in, like, the early 1900s. Much like we just got corona from bats. Hmm. All right, gentlemen, you have yourselves several uh, ape corpses. You choose the largest and best, which was Wanda. You are going to drag that back to town for the wilder people. You got a couple of wangs for yourself for your upcoming <laughs> shop. So like, hey, how much do you want for the wangs? Uh-uh, ain't for sale. Mm-hmm. Sorry, wilder people. Good thing Wanda didn't have a wang. It's true. You'd have, been at, you'd have been at odds of your own shop versus donating to the wilder people. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. We know what we got here. So do we know how to dry wings or pickle wings or anything? Like, or are we just going to let these sit on the shelf in their current state? Um, well, you don't have a shop yet, so you're going to have to pickle them or preserve them. Well, or do uh, we tan them or what do we do? Epoxy them. Maybe we can ask the wilder people. Hey, that's a... They do know. a lot of taxidermy. They'd probably know. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe in exchange for bringing them this large ape. Oh, I want more than just how to tan a wang for bringing our... this large ape. Okay. Teach, teach us your wang secrets. <laughs> for this ape. Yeah, that seems Go like ahead. just a friendly thing. It seems like a good trait. Keep your wang secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Keep your wang secrets. <laughs> That's, I don't know why. It doesn't apply to very many situations, so it doesn't come up very often. But the all right, then keep your secrets meme is one of my favorites. Yeah, agreed. Good the look on his face. All right, then. Keep your secrets. Oh, fucking, where, what was that? The other day, I was in a social situation. I asked somebody a question. It was when we were rocking stone. Yeah, because that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to do something else. You're like, okay, where is it at? And I was trying to do something while answering. You're like, all right, then. All keep right, your then. <laughs> I must trust myself. Because <laughs> <All right. laughs> <laughs> you just, like, you didn't I acknowledge couldn't. me at all. You didn't say, hang on a second or anything. And just, I asked you, like, maybe twice, and you just hadn't answered me. <laughs> all right, then. Keep your secrets. <laughs> 
I was pretty proud of myself for that one. Should it be? <sighs> Very good. All right. So uh let's see here. What are you gonna get for this giant ape? Um can you roll me a D ten? Mm-hmm. Or that twelve you got in your hand, that's fine. This is a ten, right? Oh, it is a twelve. Sorry. I don't roll a ten often. Yeah. That's something we don't roll very often. Be this guy then. Yeah. There it goes. A two. You are going to get a total of 19 gold from the Wilder people. All right. Um, 19 gold. Hold on. Any recognition for this? Any, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. there's like, recognition and whatnot okay. going okay, on, uh... too. I just meant strictly financially. That's what you get. <laughs> Good job. What about wiener training? <laughs> I mean, that's that's part of it, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys definitely negotiated up to get wiener, wiener tannery. Level one. <laughs> Wiener Tannery one. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you, you know, Fjorten has really dedicated a lot of time and effort to the, to the Wilder people here. He's, he's definitely coming to his own. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're kind of on like equal standing with Paige at this point. Oh, good. Good. Just hauling. Might even be starting to take on some new recruits of your own. You know, you're, uh, you're helping out. Maybe making other people brush all the teeth of all the, mm-hmm. the statues and sculptures and whatnot. Uh, taxidermied animals in the thing. That sounds good. Sounds good. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And there you go. A couple of wangs. Two two rangs witcher. Or a richer. Two two wangs, none the richer. So, going back towards the homestead, um, I know I'm kind of looking, obviously, into like the wilder people, kind of the, the guilds there. Is there any guilds you guys are looking forward to kind of looking into joining or no no not yet no. no okay cool okay i'm busy enough i got wieners to tan that's pretty much it <laughs> <laughs> i mean that really that's i think that's a, that takes uh everything you want you're gonna get out of that what you put into it so mm-hmm. you can right. spend all the time you want on it so i'm like hey uh mp do you want to go out tonight no i'm wiener tanning tonight I gotta get busy night of wiener tanning. Yeah, get get a get on the wiener wiener lathe and really circle that thing about the wiener lathe. Mm-hmm. I figure it'd be more like like you're, you know, you get some of your friends from the wilder people over, and you're like, hey Peter, we're gonna go out and get some drinks with the wilder people. You want to come with? And from his closed bedroom door, you hear, no, I'm tanning my wiener. <laughs> I just poke my head out. I'm my hands are all full of wieners. I'm like, I can't. A busy, a busy night. Well, I figured like a lathe, well, lathe, anything that kind of connects and then goes in a circle. Yeah. Like yep. a flinging wiener salt <laughs> juice all over the place. Well, yeah, just like you're kind of like working with like wiener clay and kind of like, like a, smoothing it out while it's laying. wheel, yeah. like it's the foot, foot power <laughs> yeah, clay. Power, you're like got some oil in your hands and you're really. You're just in there. Just work. <laughs> like a, like the pot, like the pot. <laughs> The pottery wheel and ghosted. <laughs> do you come up? Do you come up behind me? And like, <laughs> let me help you out with this weeder. <laughs> this needs to. I can't. This needs two double curves. Falling in wiener with you. That does not happen, canonly. But uh, that's that's for the uh, that's for the shipping crew. Mm-hmm. That's for that. You want to ship these two characters? You can ship the them on the, the throwing wieners. 
We have to diversify at some point. We just can't, you know. I mean, maybe we can. Well, I feel like campaign one was really butthole focused, mm-hmm. and now this campaign being really wiener focused. Anatomy is really a business. I'm not kind of going to that. So okay, okay, Gotta... okay, cool, 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 cool. You know, I hadn't really given it much thought up until this moment, but truly, campaign one was very butthole focused, <laughs> <laughs> and campaign two is now turning into very wiener focused. <clears throat> Here we are, folks. What will uh, campaign three bring? Oh my what, if it's, what if campaign three is just really like belly buttons? Like it's mm-hmm. just some normal, just that's just a body part. And we're just, we just have to have a theme and that's, that's it. Wieners to weenuses. To weenuses? Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Weenus is like the elbow. What? A weenus? Yeah. That's your elbow? I'm pretty sure. You don't sound sure. The first time I ever heard the term weenus, it was in a... A health class in uh, high school? Weenus every- is, it's slang for the word of excesses or loose skin on the joint of one's elbow, which is technically referred to as the old cranial skin. Weenus. Uh-huh. Get your weenus off That's me. exactly what in high school, like you're rubbing your weenus on someone. Mm-hmm. So. I'm, Touched your weenus. Yep. Never really knew that. It's a very. Today I learned. Yeah. Today I learned. Weenus. It's also fun to say. It is. Yeah. That's why it was fun in high school so are we done i think we're done (laughs) i think we're done okay gentlemen you have achieved this greatest of achievements the highest honor that any level six player can receive which is advancing to level seven and 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 I think you guys did a great job of it. You you've really just come a long way from from level one, and here you are. Got right past six. Mm-hmm. Kind of blew past six. Yeah, did what needed to be done in six, and not yet at eight. So not quite mature enough. Let's take a moment. Uh, I'd like to start with Peter this time. Peter, tell me about the level six journey to level seven for you. Yeah, it was a pretty short journey. Uh, I got, let's see, nine hit points because the DM rolled really well. And I got a, uh, an additional fourth level spell slot, which I have populated with the greater invisibility spell. Ooh. What does that do? Um... <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to read it no okay <laughs> so what else do you got peter anything else nope that's that's literally it excellent so can i ask about that hit points how much constitution do you have uh like not much for the modifier I mean, my modifier is only, I only got like plus one. So my modifier is like, you know, oh. fucking, I have a constitution of 13. So plus one bonus. So okay. DM rolled a 1d8. So he rolled an eight. And then I added my constitution modifier to that for a total of nine. Thank you for the clarification. What's what's going on there? Ed? You super jelly or... No, I was super lackluster about it, actually. And so I was just, I was like, man, that seems, well, I thought it would, uh, I mean, it's good, but is it, yeah, yeah it's good. So do you have to sing a song about <laughs> invisibility? Uh, no, I don't think so. 
I mean, I can if you want me to. Yeah, if, if, whenever you cast it, that would be fantastic. I, <laughs> I was gonna say, as a bard, what's your what's your main performance that you like to do? Some people do like singing, poems, music. What's what's kind of your like, your aura? Like slam poetry. It's kind of oh, what I'm. No. Oh yes, the most annoying of all poetry. I I like read poetry like uh, William Shatner. I think is what I like to do. Invisible man, <laughs> high in the sky, come down. Invisible man. Wouldn't that be great if you were just a complete idiot and like you cast invisibility, but you had to talk about it the whole time you were invisible, so people could find you anyway? <laughs> Unless they were deaf. Oh, that's true. That's true. Not all <laughs> monsters have ears. All monsters super effective against deaf people. Here I am, being deaf, in this room with other people who are also deaf, but I'm invisible. Are there any senses? Not hearing. That can not hearing. That's that was really good. So, like, but why, Sam? Are you? I feel like you. I got nine hit points, which is literally the best I could do. And you're just like, yeah, that's that's fine. No, no, I was, yeah, I was just trying to count it up. Just because you got an eight on that roll. And I thought, I'm like, man, maybe something was miscounted. That's all. Oh, double checking my work. He's trying to make sure you got everything you can get. That you could, you're the I best just, you can be. I, exactly. I just want you to be the best you can be. And you are. Are you the best, Peter? The best, Peter. I'm the best. Is it? His the inn is the most silent. So, math aside, Fjorten, why don't you tell us about your level? With my level, I gained a solid 10 hit points. And then with my druid underdark ability, I gained the spells Greater Invisibility and Stone Shape. Along with that, I got an extra spell, which I used to get Freedom of Movement. I'm just going to say, Josh, missed opportunity. At level seven. You could have said, what's that what's do that? again? <laughs> Alrighty. Excellent description of your level. And let us go to Jeff. Jeff, tell us about your level. Uh, it's seven. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this fucking guy. Uh, back to you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 6 for my HP, but the kindly DM rolled a 12, which is my max possible. And my constitution modifier 3 for an increase of 15 to 77. Wonderful. And, being a level 7 barbarian, I get Feral Instinct. What's that? Uh, He just shits in corners sometimes. (laughs) Yes, some people that look at me. My instincts are so honed that I have advantage on initiative rolls. Ooh. Additionally, if I am surprised at the beginning of combat and I'm not incapacitated, I can act normally on my first turn, but only if I enter my rage before doing anything else on that turn. Sweet. So you're all set for that. Uh, As a reminder to our D&D playing folks at home, I have stolen... um, really a variety of house rules from a variety of games over the years but the one that's being referenced here in particular is i believe i stole this from the glass cannon podcast uh, which is a pathfinder podcast and uh they do when they do level advancements the players roll their own hit points and the dm also rolls and they get to take the higher of the two so i think it's a pretty sweet rule 
I, there's just nothing more irritating than not getting enough hit points to move to the next level. Not that you guys are in any fucking danger of getting killed ever, apparently, but, you know, it's... Because uh, we're invincible? Mm-hmm. Not quite invincible yet, but, I don't know, maybe I should be less nervous about killing you guys. Let's see how it feels, once or twice. If I were to look at the job board for all of you level 7 characters, I would notice, as one last quick tangent, I just have to say I'm a fucking idiot. Because for years in Roll20, I've been clicking on the little plus and minus signs next to the folders to expand and contract them. Just realized I can just click right on the words, and it's like, I don't have to like... Precision fucking mouse every time I'm going for him. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty good. I, I can't remember what my current score is, but I think I have like over a thousand hours of uh, roll 20 time, and I just figured that out. I'll do you one better. I've never ever once expanded or contracted the uh, the things. I didn't even know you could. <laughs> what? How are you looking at They're your, all uh, open. character sheet? <laughs> oh. So whenever I wanted to find something, I had to scroll down through everything to find it. <laughs> That's why it takes me a while sometimes. Especially that right, you win. NPC folder. I don't know how many you guys can see, but it's got to be like 40, 50. Yeah, it's crazy. Dang. <laughs> so. <laughs> like Thunderhips cooler cans. <laughs> 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 Oh, you can move the things around too. Oh man! So, uh, I'm sorry. Thunderhips cooler cans really just got me. <laughs> so the last we left off, uh, we got our really bad whiskey that we thought was cool from Fancy Monk uh, Apes. Did we make it back to town yet? Yeah, you guys are back in town. You guys have uh Okay. Are you guys rested and all that good stuff? Fully rested. Have you guys decided are you gonna stay in the basement of the sneaky brisket for a little bit? Or are you gonna move on to your uh wiener hall? Let's move into our shithole castle. Mm-hmm. Do we have to like take turns taking out the poop bucket or Yeah. Uh yeah. We can't just let it pile up. Who's a yeah, who's a good plumber in town? We can call the you know, dump the stuff into the Heart River or something. I don't know that plumber is the right term. Although well, you guys are pretty close to the river. You could maybe get a tube. Don't we have an yeah, entrance the, right into the sewers? The tube maker. Oh, I guess we do. Can't we just poop in there? <laughs> <laughs> Might get a little gross after a while, but... Uh, and there are no Some sewers poor, on this side of town. This is the uh, undeveloped poor side rab- the poor rabbit people just get poop on them occasionally. Ah, get off me! Ah. Yep, I would uh, I would try to find out the nearest tube maker to the Heart River or somewhere, whatever facility we have here for aqueducts. I'm a tubeman. <laughs> <laughs> Local tubeman's 438. <laughs> <laughs> Getting right now, I'm on break. <laughs> Okay, I guess that would be my next question. How much would it cost to make this place a livable capacity to... Because we're going to have, like, a legitimate fighting business down here and other things like that. I think I'd want a sink or at least or something running water. You guys and your sinks. 
Uh, so I'm going to roll all of those things into the costs of setting up the establishment, uh, which we haven't fully gone through that whole strongholds and followers thing yet, but to my knowledge, you guys wanted to start... What was we the didn't first have thing you wanted to start? We, we, had to do, we had to do an establishment, is what we wanted to do, but it was like still 4,000 gold, and we're, yeah, was, we're not even close to that. 4,000 more so I gold. I guess it I would cost about 4,000. I just knew it was a lot. We didn't have it. Look at me with this physical copy of Strongholds and Followers right here that I can open up and look at. I think we should rob a place. Well, you can't say it out loud. Yeah. It's going to be a heist. A what are we, the very <laughs> good robbing team? <laughs> Vigar. A heist is an adventure. Let's see. It would be. Oh, there's some. That'd be. There's luxury apartments. We could go rob that place. You know, yeah, that'd be an actually interesting turn because usually we've always been, you know, the mercenary good guys. We could just take out a loan. Oh, huh? From who? Um, I know some people where we can get a loan. Is our credit very good? I mean, these are the kind of people that will loan to anyone. Oh, okay, a loan. How many smirgans on that loan? It's dangerous smirgans. Uh, so the cheapest building you guys can build, by the way, is an establishment, and that will be 6,000 gold to build. I say we try gambling somewhere. <laughs> Burn another part of town down? Yeah. Is there paid off last time. <laughs> and we have really a plot rod. Oh, we do have a plot rod, huh? So... Are there any casinos left non-burned? Uh, I don't know. What, uh... What's what say you? Is there is there another underground smirgening place? Is there uh do you wanna go gamble with the urchins around uh around the stadium? See, I don't uh I really actually don't know about that part of town. Is is uh Peter the only one who kinda knows that area? He's the one with the gambling addiction. Which area? Yeah, well the ga- the underground gambling <laughs> scene. I don't really know about that. We just kinda keep on talking. Uh, i mean um i mean i we can gamble i'm just saying like all right so here's the thing like traditionally when i've gambled you know it's it's like back alley gambling and a little bit of like table gambling but i don't know of any other like casinos that are actually open so we'd have to be like alley gambling and that's just yeah. The stakes just get, aren't very high there, you know. Yeah, we can't really get loans in that establishment. No, so. but we could ruin some hobos' days. <laughs> the goal of any D and D player. <laughs> I don't know. I see. Uh, I'm telling you, I, I see something about a fighting hole, uh, even a side quest on the job board. Maybe uh, we forget about all that. And we start a fighting. So let's talk about that for a second, uh, just to go back to what we've established so far. So there are two sets of rules available to me right now without doing further research on how to run a business. The first set of rules on running a business relates to, uh, or sorry, is presented in the Dungeon Master's Guide. And the Dungeon Master's Guide uh, offers a selection of rules on you know, things you can do, how to make it profitable, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to tell you right now that you're not going to make a ton of money off of that, but it is one way of doing it. 
Um, it's basically like, how much money do you make for every 30-day period, if I remember right? Uh, so we can go down that path if you want to do that for Wiener Hall Fight Club, or sorry, Fight Group Gambling. <laughs> the other options are doing like the establishment uh, and things like that in Strongholds and Followers, which of course doesn't do you any good to raise money for the establishment because you can't have the establishment until you've paid for the establishment and it's built. Uh, so that's kind of all that. The gist of it is, I don't think you're going to be business people in a way that will get you the money to build an establishment. Unless you can convince me otherwise, or find a good place to gamble or something else, but uh, 6,000 gold is a pretty good amount of gold for characters of your level. And try as you might, there's no, like, bartending or selling apples or donkey barley or gravy melons that's going to get you 6,000 gold in, like, a short amount of time. Oh, way to bust my bubble there. Fuck your bubble. Fuck your fucking bubble. Yeah. (laughs) How much money do we have currently? Uh, I have 682 gold. I have 70. I don't have Always any. awfully quiet. Yeah, but awfully quiet. Not to share, anyway. I have... Uh, I definitely have the most, because I stole the most. I have 1,680 gold. So I'm, I like to think I like to think you opportunity the most. How much of the town do we have to burn down to be there with just people in town? I, I don't think we should go down that path yet. We're not really... Okay. Yeah, just because we'd have to mess with, like, the Blinger Stones. I know they own a lot, and then the city guards are probably watching around, and we're right by the government centers now, so... Can we rob criminals? We can rob the little people, but we can't... We can't it's not about them. money. It's about sending a message. We can we can find some criminals to rob. I mean, the, the fox... The fox children would be the close. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go beat up some children. How much money does that get us? <laughs> you didn't get any candy, but you've got a whole bunch of new crappy wooden toys that street urchins had. You guys Look, now have smoke. the market on rock I, candy cornered. Yes. I know they smoke cigarettes, so I know they're cool. At least they're down. So. I think we ought to take the spider job. I hate spiders. and I'd love to smash something. Right. I'm, I'm down with spiders. Yeah, let's right. talk to some wealthy people. Those are my peeps. Oh, wait. Yeah, you know what we could do first? We could go get some magic potion stuff. to episode 60. I don't want this monkey whiskey. Was released on February 7th, 2021. Join us again in seven days for a web of adventure on... Vegan! 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 The very good adventuring team! I mean, it only makes sense. Like a pirate, you would carry your wealth, you know.
You're going to have to get a, a piercing to hang that from. Maybe a Prince Albert. Ooh. Ah. Yeah, I was going to say, you'd probably hang it around your penis. You're like, hey, look what you can see. If you want to grab it, you got to get closer. 